You sit back and watch for the bullshit. Because you know what's coming. You know what's coming. You know what's coming. You know what's You know what's, you know what's Yes, with Brian Simpson. I'm your host, Brian Simpson. Of course, episode six. Uh, we in the building. We in the building. Now, sorry if uh, you. If this is. I put this out kind of late. Uh, yeah, but I, I was celebrating last night. I uh, my name went up on the wall at the world famous comedy store, and that's a big deal for. For comedians, if you're not familiar with the inner you know, workings of comedy or whatever, stand-up comedy, um, getting your name on the wall or being passed at the comedy store is a, is a big honor. It's one of those, it's one of the very few little honors that we have in stand-up. So it's like a, it's a fraternity. It's uh, uh, it's something you got to work towards or what have you. It's uh, um, it doesn't come with like a money or anything like that or fame, <laughs> but it's. It's a, uh, you know, every, all the greats names are up there. Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, you know, Jerry Saffield, David Letterman, you know, Andrew Dice Clay, you know, every, almost everyone. Um, so it, it's a big deal. Um, um, and you know, like I said, I'm not rich or nothing like that, but it's a, uh, it's definitely something to celebrate. And, uh, and yeah, so last night I celebrated. That's why this is late. I turned up. I had to turn down. To compensate. So uh now here we here we are, a little late with the podcast. By the way, shout out to uh to to that that whole class that, that went up on the wall last night. There were eleven comedians uh for the whole year whose names went up on the wall. I wanna say see if I don't remember everybody, I shouldn't say nobody. But let me see here. Uh uh Jerron Horton, Ron Taylor, Taylor Tomlinson. Brad Williams, Jimmy Carr, Patton Oswalt, Beth Stelling, um, Lucas Hurl, Josh Martin. Um, see, I shouldn't even have done it. I know I'm forgetting somebody. Brad Williams, did I say Brad Williams? I think that's everybody. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's an honor. It's, it's, it's the, you know, like the comedy store is like Harvard. And getting your name on the wall is like graduating from Harvard. That's what it is in the comedy. Or maybe that's, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's about accurate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a big deal. So we, we celebrated. Congratulations to everybody else, uh, that was passed. I turned the fuck up. Um, now, uh, uh, today I wanted to talk to y'all about, uh, who is considered, her name is Viola Desmond. She is considered the Canadian Rosa Parks. Uh, okay, she was born July 6, 1914. Uh, she was a Canadian Black Nova Scotian businesswoman. Okay, she was a beautician. She, she, and she wanted to open her own Salon in New Glasgow, Nova Scotia. Okay. Uh, and, you know, just out there on a trip with her husband. 
she uh she went to a movie theater and the thing about Canada is they were sneaky with their racism. Yeah, Can- Canada is Canada sneaky with the racism. They done all the fucked up shit the United States has done. All right? But they try to do it on a sneak sneak. All right? Um so they they did not have Jim Crow laws on the books, but they still had the same exact discrimination. They had like whites only this and blacks only that. But instead of having up signs and shit, they would it was just like something everybody just knew. Like niggas don't go over there, but you know what I mean? So they couldn't have. So anyway, she went to this movie theater and uh, she bought a ticket, went and sat down in 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 a, in a, you know, in a third row. Well, in Nova, in, a, in, a, in Nova Scotia, all right, and, or in this, in New Glasgow, uh, uh, only the, the floor seats were only for whites. Everybody else had to sit up in the balcony. Okay. And she did not know this when she sat down. But they let her ass know real quick, okay? And she was like, I'm not moving. My view is better from here, you know? And they ended up throwing her out to the movie theater. She injured her hip. She got arrested that night. And um, in order to justify the arrest, because, you know, like, again, like I said, it wasn't illegal, technically, for minorities to sit on the floor seats, right? But where they got her was... The the difference in price between the floor seat and the balcony seat was ten cent, and the difference in tax was one cent. Right, so they so they charged her with tax evasion. <laughs> they charged her with tax evasion over a penny, my nigga. I don't know. And Canadians got this reputation for being like super nice and shit. But they were still racist. I mean, what was they like? Well, we don't want your can around these parts, nigger, eh? You know, but, you know, while you're here, make yourself at home. Or, I don't know. I can't imagine how, how both of those things. Anyway, she, uh, they charged her with tax evasion and, uh, and she fought it in court and, um, and she decided to have some kind of form of summary judgment instead of going to the jury trials and, um, and some people say that's the reason they lost, but they lost. They lost in court. She was done real dirty. Um, she died in 1965. Now, recently, uh, um, a few months ago, Canada decided to make her the first uh, woman of color, the first person of color to have her face on money. She's definitely, she's the first woman uh, uh, she's the first woman of color to have her face on money alone. I think there's another Canadian bill that has a group of people on it. But she is going to be on the $10 bill, the Canadian $10 bill. Is that what they call money in Canada? Dollars? Yeah, I think so. So she's going to be in the $10, Canada's version of the $10 bill. Um, They announced that in March, I think. So yeah. So you know, I mean, oftentimes... Like she didn't get, you know, they and the government of Canada apologized to her posthumously, which is after you're dead, which doesn't fucking matter. You know what I mean? What good is a what you know, what good is an official policy if you're gonna wait till I'm dead? Okay. Same thing happened with the Tuskegee experiment. Right now, if you're if you're unfamiliar. Um, there's a movie about it called Miss Evers Boys. It's got Lawrence Fishburne and it's got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good actors in it. 
But it's all about the Tuskegee experiment. Where they, they were basically, um, they they uh, they they were giving black people um, syphilis. You know, this is this is before they knew that penicillin was a cure. They were giving black people syphilis and telling them they had bad blood or whatever. But they were giving it to them and then letting it go untreated to see what would happen. They were experimenting on the on these on these men live to see what would happen. And then even when the cure for syphilis was found, they didn't give it to them. You know? And yeah, they apologized to them. I might do the next episode about that. Yeah, they apologized to them after they were dead. You know? So I, I, you know, fuck those empty apologies. That's why I'm all about these social justice people. You know, social justice warriors. I'm all about it. Because often justice, justice delayed is no justice at all. Fuck good is your apology after I'm dead. You know what I mean? That's not going to heal generations of my family that have been affected or been held behind or whatever, you know? Uh, I'm all, I don't get the people, I don't get the people that are against social justice. Like they don't, like they don't understand what that means, you know? I, now I do get the people that are annoyed as fuck, because 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 listen, I don't trust people that proclaim themselves to be social justice warriors, like it's their identity and shit, you know. And they just make they just make a bunch of noise about how, you know, it's like they're more concerned with with the appearance of fighting for a cause. And they don't actually give a fuck about the cause at all. You know what I mean? It's like the dudes that claim to be feminists just so they can fuck feminists. And they don't actually care about women. You know? Like, it's okay for the dude, for a dude to say they're feminists. That's fine. It's, you know, and it's okay, but, but, you know, when you, when, when, when you're doing a little too much, a little, you're a little too intense with it, don't those dudes always turn out to be like rapists and abusers and shit? Like the guy, yeah, no, you're making too much noise. I don't trust what you, I don't trust you now, you know? You a spy or something. Or, you know, it's, you know what it is? A better example is like, it's the equivalent, you know, the, you know those, you know, the rich white ladies that fly to Africa and take pictures with starving children and then fly back home and don't, for the gram <laughs> and then fly back home and then never fucking think about them kids again. That's what I'm talking about. It's like the people that like, they're just more concerned with being seen as a champion of something. They want, they just want the, the likes and the adulation that comes along with that or the adoration that comes along with that. But they don't care about the actual people affected and all of that, you know? So, so I, and I, and I, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm down the middle. I'm down the middle. Like I meet, I'm, I'm for the cause. But I'm, I'm, I'm always skeptical of, of some of the people involved because you can, the thing is, the internet isn't real. You can be whatever you want on the internet. You can say whatever you want. You can put up whatever appearance, you know, you want. You can appear to be anything. And I, that's what I think. So I think social media is taken a little too seriously in that way. It's like, whoever you are on social media, I don't know if that's who you are for real. You know? And when you're trying too hard to convince me, that's when I stop believing you. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that shit is your identity now. I don't get it. You know, 
it's like people that, whenever people find out I have a cat, people are always surprised that I have a cat. Um, they go, damn, you, you have a cat? You. Yeah, nigga, I got a cat. And they go, damn, I would have never thought you were a cat person. I'm not a cat person. Owning a cat is not my identity. Okay? I'm just a person that has a cat. Alright? Cause I, I only care about my cat. You know? Like, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying I don't care about other animals, but if one of them other animals was attacking my cat, I would stomp the shit out of it. So it's like, if I'm being perfectly honest, I'm a my cat person. You know, if I see your cat, I'm gonna get excited and I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna ask if I can touch it for sure. I love it. But I would do the same thing if I saw you had a dog. That's no bullshit. Check my Instagram. It's half me taking pictures with other people's animals. All right. I'm not going to fuck with your lizard. I'm not fucking with no birds. You know, but, uh, but a dog or a cat. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down for sure. Or, or, or something exotic, a chinchilla or something. I don't know. I'll touch one of those. A furry, something furry. All right. But, uh, but, but, but I digress. My point is that's not my identity. You know, I, I don't know about people that, that try to make an activity their identity or people or, I don't know about people that think that, you know, like I feel like so social media has put us in a, in a in a in a mind state where we where because the people used to say actions speak louder than words, and social media has put us in a in a mind state where we think words are equivalent to action, you know, because you have to take action to post on social media. I guess that's an act instead of you just speaking. And so some people feel like they've done something after they do it. That, you know, once they, you know, and I don't know. And I'm not saying social media shouldn't exist, but we're the, we're the, we're the, we're the infants of social media. We're the first generation um, of social media. So I think we're still just learning. We don't even have like etiquette for social media. There's no understood. And I guess there's a few things, but yeah, I don't get it. Imposters, imposters. Speaking of imposters, so recently, uh, at a at a there's a comedian that uh, was at Just for Laughs uh, by the name of Darren Knight. I think he's known for his Southern Mama character on YouTube and Instagram. And uh, he recently was involved in some controversy at Just for Laughs. You know, I guess um, he was he he was closing out a set. He was on a showcase with with other comedians. He was closing out a set, closing out the show, and he was and he took the time to shit on his other fellow comics. Um, he was bombing the whole time. He got booed off the stage. And, uh, and he went on a rant about how comedy shouldn't be about politics or race or gender or any of that stuff. Um, and, um, there's a video of him walking off stage with Amanda Seals laughing in his face, which is golden. Um, and, um, and he gets to the back and I guess he insults Dulcie Sloan, which you don't do. Okay. Just don't. Um, and Chris Red is 
arguing with him about what is comedy, like telling him, like, you don't get to say what comedy is and all that. Now, full disclosure, I did not see what happened. I just heard everyone's account of what happened. But the comedians that were there, I either know personally or I know by reputation. And so, yeah, I don't think, you know, six or seven black people are all lying. They're not making up to destroy this dude. You know what I mean? He fucked up. But, but, but what my problem, my biggest issue is it ain't even all the shit that he said or all the shit that he did. You know, like I said, I wasn't there. I, I didn't, so I'm not, I don't have my own feelings about it. I'm just going off what, uh, you know, secondhand reports. But something I do know 100% that's a fact is that he was closing out this showcase and he's not a comic. That, that is my biggest problem with this whole situation. It ain't nothing else. All that other shit happens all the time. Comedy polices itself. But I hate, you know, I hate that it's so easy for other people to infiltrate stand-up comedy. And they get to call themselves comics, you know, and they, and they start preaching about what comedy is and isn't. And it's like, you're not a comic. You're, you're, you know, you're a Instagram star that gets to do comedy. That's the difference. You know, a lot of people are that there, there's something, there's some other thing that gets to do comedy and they think they're comedians. You know what I mean? The, 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 the cookbook comics, you know, what the fuck was that guy doing on the showcase? He doesn't do stand up. Doing stand up for two years. You shouldn't be on, J- on uh, just for laughs. I mean, unless you transcend it. And I'm guessing he isn't. He, you know, you bombing it just for laughs. Come on. I mean, you talking about people that's at a festival. They love comedy. Those are the best crowds. But anyway, the point is, you know, I, I hate that we allow this. We allow comedy is super accessible. Um, and that's a good thing and a bad thing. You know, because it literally anyone can start doing open mics tomorrow. You know, could be doing open mics for two weeks and go, I'm a comedian. Which is, which is great. That's a good way to start. But it's like, no, you're not a comedian. You know, it's the comedy is the only, comedy is the only thing where if you're good at it, they want you to do something else. And if you're, and if you're, if you're good at something else, they want you to do stand up. They want you to, they, you know, you could, you could, Oprah could do stand up right now. They could, they would bring, no, okay, that's not a good example. Uh, but like you could, you could win the Daytona 500 and, and call one of these comedy clubs and tell them you, you, you know, you want a headline and they'll let you. You know, because you can fill up the seats and that's all they care about. And I know business is business, but there has to be some integrity along the way. Like, I don't know. I just feel like that, that, that lack of integrity in comedy that, and, 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 and also they're wrong and they know it. You, you know, it's like, it's like, when has that ever worked? When has anyone, when has anyone that's been funny on Vine or Instagram or anything, when has that ever translated into um, a great stand-up special or a great sitcom or 
any of that shit. It doesn't. But for some reason, Hollywood and the industry just, they just keep doing it. They just keep letting people infiltrate stand up. That's not stand ups. You know, what the fuck is a two year Instagram star doing at Jeff just for laughs? And, and, and maybe this sounds like bitterness or jealousy. I ain't bitter at all. I'm not bitter at all. And I'm, de- and I'm definitely not jealous. I'm just irritated because I know so many talented people that could have used that spot. You know? You don't get to, def- you don't get to tell other comics what comedy is. You, you're not a stand up. Well, how, what the fuck do you know about comedy? Cause I heard, uh, I heard Louis say this, um, in a clip somewhere, but like there, it's like there's this formula for unfunny people to write comedy. And you can master that formula. You know, that's why I call them cookbook comics. You know, it's like you can, you can, you can, you can master four or five recipes that don't make you a chef. You ain't Bobby Flay, motherfucker, just because you got the casserole right this time. The, the same thing with comedy. It's like, bro, you doing... Because there's more to this than just being funny. You you can't get good at stand-up comedy in no other way except doing it. There's no naturals. Everyone has to go through the fire, bro. No, cause, because there's people that are naturally funny... But there's way more to stand up than just being funny. It's it's focusing that funny in a way uh, that can keep a live crowd entertained. You know, for it's live is different. It's like it's the difference between watching a porno and then watching those same two people start fucking in front of you while you're standing in the room. Whoa, whoa, that's it's a different energy. Now it's the same thing you watch. You see an exact same activity. But it's a different energy when you in the room. That's what stand up is. It's a, it's a whole nother monkey, dog. It's like, you can't just, you can't just fake it. You know? And so, yeah, that, that motherfucker didn't even belong there in the first place. <laughs> so I, and I, I don't get that. I don't get that. And, and I, and I forget which, which magazine, cause this was like a showcase, like a magazine named like, these are the comedians to watch type type shit. Who the fuck is making that list? I want to know the person's name. Actually, I, I can actually I can find that out. But who's why do they get obviously they don't know what the fuck they're talking about? Obviously, clearly. The person that wrote that article or whatever, obviously they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They don't know. They they got a couple hits. They was right about a few people for sure, but all the, all that person is doing is looking at the industry and seeing who's who's buzzing right now. They're not really out there following comedy, seeing who's funny. You know what I mean? Because 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 if they were, how do you end up with a motherfucker like Darren Knight on your showcase? Uh, how he's not he's not good at stand up. How do you end up putting a dude like that on that showcase? If you really got your ear to the street, you know, and why do we give these people, why do we give these people power? I don't know. You know, that, I just don't, I don't like these imposters. I don't like them infiltrating 
um, um, stand up, man. I think it's nonsense. It, it, it goes along with that. It's, it's that new trend of you don't have to be funny now. Unfunny is the new funniness. You know, well, fuck that. That's nonsense. Funny is what matters. Yeah, sure. You, you know, your comedy doesn't, your comedy doesn't have to be, uh, about gender and race and all that other stuff. Your comedy has to be funny. But it can be, it can be whatever you want. If you, if you choose to use your comedy, uh, as activism, you want to comment on social issues or don't. If you just want to talk about bologna and cheese sandwiches or airport food or whatever, it's got to be funny. That's what matters the most. Have a message or don't, but that shit's got to be funny, bro. So if, you know, if you, if you're, if, if, if you're funny, the, 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 the numbers, the odds will weigh in your favor. Or stay in your little fucking bubble where everyone knows who you are. I, you know, that, that, that's the thing about stand up to me is like, no one will tell you to quit. No one will say, if you get far enough in the game, nobody will be like, Hey, bro, you're not fucking good enough. You, you should quit. That's never going to happen. No one can fire you. You can just keep going. You can just keep going and sucking forever. You know, but we in a new day. It's a new era. Um, but anyway, I'm feeling good today. I'm still going to turn up, still be keep turning up for the rest of the week. Um, if you got any, uh, if you got anything you want to send in, a conversation you want to have, uh, um, if, you, if there's any, uh, black history you want me to go through or go over, uh, just email me, BS with Brian Simpson at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at BS Comedian or Twitter at Short Wide Neck. Or just holler at me when you see me in person. Don't be shy. Um, and yeah, and now you can catch me regularly at the Hollywood Comedy Store and other little places. Actually, I'm gonna be in Boston uh um, August uh 10th through the 13th, I think. And I haven't um I haven't really nailed down the venues, but I'm gonna be performing up there somewhere. So just keep your Keep your eyes on my social media soon, uh, and, I, and I'll be letting y'all know what that's going to be about. Uh, yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Keep your eye out for that bullshit. Appreciate you. Thanks.